0: Nice old man with a failing memory. Oh my God. Uh, Also, Trump ballot will reign supreme. Online outrages. I go into them so you don't have to and why I don't care about the Super Bowl.
1: Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the CorelCast. Cast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service.
0: It is the Crowell Cast. I am Corell and happy Friday to you all. We made it. Uh, listen before we start about Biden being called a nice old man with a failing memory and Trump probably going to win at the Supreme Court, uh, and all the other topics of the day. I'd like to give you some advice on how to get through a challenging day, because yesterday, child, I had to stop and the I had to stop and ask the universe. I say, universe, what have I done to you today? Because, honey. it was something. So, uh, you know, this is Friday. We can be a little more informal. Maybe you can relate to some of the stuff that happened to me yesterday and and then how I got through it. Uh, That's what I want to share with you, how I got through it, because you have challenging days uh, and sometimes you don't know how you're going to get through it. So uh, yesterday, I decided I need to do more for me you know, more for Corel, more for the Corel brand. Stop giving away your time. Stop giving away so much. Every time you're going to sit down and do something for someone else, do something for yourself instead. And I felt selfish about thinking that way, by the way. But that's how I felt yesterday morning, knowing that I would do just the opposite. So anyway, so I did just the opposite. My friend needed a place to film. Uh, he had a film crew in town with no place to film. I'm like, well, I've got a green screen and I've got equipment. So they came over these very handsome gentlemen, one named Christian. He could have stayed for like years. Uh, and, uh, they filmed and they didn't get done till one o'clock. And suddenly my day that I had planned went just sideways. So I left and I went to lunch at one of my favorite places, Daikon Vegan Sushi. I had wonderful ramen and a thing called a dynamite pocket it was wonderful. I highly recommend them if you get into town. Uh, and afterwards, I said, I'll go to Winco because I need things in the bins that only Winco has. So I go to Winco. It's a grocery store, for those of you that don't know. Uh, and I'm there and I shop and I, and they're out of plant protein, first of all. The one thing that I went to Winco for, bulk plant plant protein, they didn't have. The guy even checked the back. They didn't have it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But I got the other stuff that, I, you know, hemp and you know, the stuff you need for life, hemp seeds, chia seeds, flax meal, stuff that you need to be healthy. Uh, and so I got all that and fruits and vegetables and all that. Uh, and strawberries are a good price. there, two ninety eight 2 $2.98 a pound instead of $5 at other stores. So I go to get checked out and the checker says, oh, we don't take that card. And see, when I go out in public, I carry a driver's license, a photocopy of my health insurance card and one credit card. And that's all I carry. Unless I know specifically I'm going to need an ATM card or something, because I lose stuff and I don't want to. So there I am at the checkout with only a credit card. I thought they took Apple Pay. Everybody takes Apple Pay. And I could use my debit card. That's why I don't bring it with me now, because it's on my phone. I can use my debit card wherever, at a bank. I can use it anywhere. There's there's the touch, you know, the things that you can, any place where you can touch a chip to the machine will take Apple Pay. Not WinCo. So WinCo's like, nope, cash or debit card only. So then I go over to get a cash advance from the ATM there at WinCo, and I find out that I haven't set up this credit card for a cash advance. And to set up a PIN takes seven to ten days. Can't do that. So now I'm at the end of the line with all of my groceries and no way to pay for them. So she goes, put them over at customer service, go to the bank right over here on Lake Mead and Tanaya, or Lake Mead and Torrey Pines, and come back. I go to the Chase Bank. It's not... (laughs) functioning. And so I go a mile out of my way and I go, well, maybe they have an ATM at the non-functioning Chase Bank. So I go back around, make a U-turn, get back to the Chase Bank that's not functioning. And sure enough, they have a functioning ATM. And yes, my phone will activate it just fine. And I get the money. I go back to WinCo uh, and get my groceries. So the grocery shopping took like a long time. So then I need to go to the dispensaries because I don't sleep without edibles. I just don't sleep without them. So I go to the dispensary and I get there and I realize I don't have my medical card. And they're like, well, that's okay. You can still shop, you know, recreational. But the tax, the difference is from 8% to 22%. So it would have been like $8 to $10 more. And I'm like, I'm not paying $10 more just because, I mean, you you see on your file, I'm a medical patient. Yeah, but we have to have the card which they don't have to. Every other dispensary I go to where I'm registered, they don't have to have the card. So the guy says, however, you have enough points to get a free bag of edibles. So I thought, oh, thank God. This way I won't have to go home, get the card, come back. So I get the free edibles. I come home with all the groceries and everything. It takes an hour and 20 minutes to put them all away, process the pineapple, chop it up, chop up the cantaloupe, wrap everything, do everything. Finally, by 5.30, I have dinner for Ember and I when we started this at one in the afternoon. And we, we eat dinner and I think, wow, what a challenging day, like just a lot of things challenged me today. Uh, and yet, you know, I got through them. Then I hear a noise in the kitchen. Now, Ember never gets in the trash ever. So I hear this noise in the kitchen. I had bought her some ground turkey, you know, for to have for food. And I look in the kitchen, and she has taken the ground turkey thing out of the trash that I had out to bring outside to, you know, to throw away, something she has never done in her life, and she ate part of the plastic-coated meat pad, which is cotton on the inside or absorbent material on the inside, and so, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God, that whole job of that cotton, whatever, is to absorb And now it's inside of her. So I call her vet at 530. They're like, oh, she needs to vomit. I don't have any hydrogen peroxide, which can make her vomit. So they're like, our doctors are gone. You need to bring her to the vet ER. Uh, So I bring her to the vet ER someplace I have never been. Oh, and I hope I never see it again. I call ahead. They know we're coming. I go in, they grab her from me like they're stealing her. She's terrified. I am very uneasy. There's lots of people there, lots of emergencies. So they grab her and take her to the back and they put mu- move me into a room without really even taking my name. I guess they had her chart transferred or whatever. They leave me in that room 40 minutes without telling me anything that's going on. And I'm having a fit. Medical anxiety off the chart. I'm crying. I'm everything because I don't know what's going on with her. Finally, they come in. We made her vomit. We think a lot of it came up. She should be okay. Uh, Take her home. And if she's not okay, you know, of course, bring her back. So I get home (laughs) at 8 o'clock. At 9, she eats again. uh, And she plays ball and she seems okay. And I go to bed and I think, what a day. And then I think, you know, how can you not let this day bother you. And I thought, because you made it through. Because every challenge that was presented, you ended up solving. Oh, it was inconvenient. But you ended up solving every challenge that was put in front of you. And Ember is home and she is insured. So the $286 dog vomit uh, will be paid for at 90%. And so gratitude, finding when you're having those bad days, finding the one thing that actually was good about that day. You know, the one thing. And I, I mean, it can be a really bad day, like when someone dies, You can still go home and reflect on the positive parts of their life, reflect on the people that are there helping you get through it, reflect on something positive, because it really does help. Although now today I'm so concerned about her because she seems a little lethargic and she coughed once. And I thought, what if she got something horrible from the seven sick dogs that I saw brought in while I was there that were brought to the back? What if what if she got well, that respiratory illness or kennel cough or something from being in the back? So now I got to worry about that for the weekend. But okay. So gratitude. Gratitude is the way to actually help you on those really bad days see that at least you made it through and as many times as you were knocked down, you got back up. Gratitude. All right. We'll talk about everything else. Uh, that story took longer than I anticipated. I guess I I guess I wanted to get it off my chest. Uh, but when we come back, Trump, and we got Biden, and we got so much uh, to talk about, including the Super Bowl. And yes, Taylor Swift is probably going to be there. It's
1: broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corel Cast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corel Cast. Driving you home or driving you crazy.
0: What a nice old man with a bad memory. <laughs> so this Trump appointee, I believe, uh, her is his last name HUR, did a, uh, his report as to why he's not prosecuting Joe Biden for classified documents. Now he couldn't just let it go that he cooperated with the investigation, that you know he turned everything over, he allowed searches of his you know of his properties. Oh, no, he couldn't stop there. He had to write, oh, he couldn't remember what year his son died, and oh, he couldn't remember this, and we believe that a jury, you know, wouldn't actually, uh, that a jury would think, you know, he could argue that he just didn't remember having the documents and seeing how bad his memory is, the jury would believe that. (laughs) So this report basically came out from a special prosecutor that says, Well, he's just 81 and losing his marbles. And, of course, Biden is furious, even held, you know, in a press conference, said my memory is fine. You know, now Kamala Harris is out there today saying his memory is fine. First of all, Trump's memory is as bad or worse than Joe Biden's, Okay. Second of all, at 81, you are going to mix things up and forget shit. You know how I know? I'm doing it at 61, Okay. Some words all of a sudden get harder to find, or you mix up a name or two. It happens. It happens to all of us, no matter what age we are. Doesn't mean we're demented. Doesn't mean we have dementia, that we're like, it just means we're aging. Okay. And so, you know, Biden's now being painted as this infirm thing, and the right has grabbed onto this report and blah, 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 blah. You know, I would vote for Joe Biden if he had no recall and was simply breathing as opposed to a felon, rapist, fraudster. And if the Democrats don't start, you know, phrasing it that way, hey, at least Joe Biden's got half a mind. You know, if they don't start framing it as like, look, yeah, he's old, but he's honest. He has been an outstanding president. And he's, exponentially better than the guy that's running against him who's equally as old and forgetful. So when, if you got, so, you know, the old and forgetful thing cancels each other out. Donald's old and forgetful. Joe Biden is old and forgetful. Those two things cancel each other out. So when those two things cancel each other out, what's left? The fact that Joe Biden's not a rapist, a fraudster, and hasn't committed 91 felonies didn't try to overthrow the government, isn't an insurrectionist. That's what's left. So I don't care about Joe Biden's faculties. Do I wish a younger person was running? I do. But you know what? So what? You don't always get what you wish for. He's better than Trump, and he is the only other alternative. And you can scream about a system that only allows you to pick two or whatever. I don't care. We're in 2024. It's going to be Trump v. Biden. Trump can't win. It's that simple. But God, to paint him like some dawdling old infirm fool, yes, he's forgetful. So what? The president has so many people around him that aren't forgetful. It's not like he's going to forget and just launch a nuke. You know, that's not possible. There are checks and balances. Get over it and stop being so ageist and just move on. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court's going to hand Donald Trump, Donald Trump the win and say that he can be on the ballots because they're fucking cowards. Because they scream to defend the Constitution, and the Constitution, according to every scholar I've read, is very clear that Donald Trump should not run for office, that he should be disqualified for his actions on January 6th. Every scholar. And there's been so many scholars that supplied the court briefs about how these arguments that they're arguing have already been answered by Congress in the 1800s that Congress already had the debate about does this apply to a president or not. Congress already had those conversations, and the answer was yes, it applies to a president. No, it doesn't need another law or act of Congress to enact the 14th or to enforce it. They've already answered these questions. But the Supreme Court is going to side with Donald Trump and say, and their argument that it would be disenfranchising to voters to ban him from the ballot. So that means if a fucking horror person, some shit show like Donald Trump, is on the ballot, and he is clearly not qualified to be on the ballot, we should leave him on the ballot because people want to vote for him. So by that knowledge, they would have left Hitler on the ballot. And I mean that. What the Supreme Court said yesterday in oral arguments, or Wednesday, no, it was yesterday, in oral arguments, is basically that if Hitler's running, you should let him run because people may want to vote for him. Oh, he's a dictator and he's terrible, whatever. But hey, it doesn't matter. The Supreme Court is a royal shit show. They should all be thrown out. Not Sotomayor, you know, Well, every Republican. Now, you know what? John Roberts is not, he's actually now not a bad guy, John Roberts. I don't like his politics or how he votes, but he's not part of the, The Clarence Thomas, Kavanaugh, I don't know what that witch's name is, I forgot, Amy Conan Barrett or whatever, she's not them, okay? She's not, there. John Roberts isn't them. So Roberts can stay and the liberals can stay. The rest should go, but they won't, and they're going to hand Trump this victory, and they're going to use it for fundraising, and they're going to use it for all kinds of things. Meanwhile, the judge in the fraud case is taking his sweet frickin' time to issue a ruling. And so nothing, and and the judge, the Trump-appointed judge in the Mar-a-Lago documents case is doing everything she can to make that case drag out. So don't expect any criminal cases before the election. And if he wins, there won't be any afterwards. He will walk. He will walk and he will win. Because people are going to get so stuck on Joe Biden's too old. Not realizing Donald Trump is just as old. Joe Biden has memory problems. Not realizing so does Trump. What a sad, you know, what a freaking sad Friday this is. (laughs) You know, it really is. And of course, I was going to do a segment online outrages. I'll, I'll get involved in the outrages online, so you don't have to. This is one of the things trending. Joe Biden's memory. It's, it's every everyone talking about it on threads. Don't use Twitter anymore. Use threads. And everybody is talking about it on threads. Oh, yes. Either you're saying, you know, like, it doesn't matter to me. Or they're saying, he's too old. He, he should step aside if he can figure out how to do so. You know, if he can find the door. Uh, just terrible stuff. Terrible, terrible stuff. One of the other online outrages that I'd love to hear your comments on. And I'm right in the middle of it, too, by the way. I am. It's really Corel on threads, really Corel on Twitter. Uh, although I don't use Twitter, so don't know. Really Corel on threads, really Corel on Instagram, and really Corel at YouTube, where you need to subscribe to my YouTube channel so the algorithm will start picking up my videos. Uh, but anyway, um, one of the online outrages is, and I'm in the middle of it, I guess some parents of human children are angry that people that have pets call them their children, and they try to say that their job is as hard as raising a child or that their problems are as big as those who raise children. And parents of human children are saying, oh, please, no, it's not. You know what? Having I love dogs. I love my pets. But it's nowhere near the responsibility or the emotion or the commitment of raising a child. I disagree. First of all, a kid only stays with you for 18 years, about the length of time a dog stays with you. Second of all, who are you to say how I or anyone feels about our pets? How do you know that my love for Ember is not as strong as your love for your human child? How do you know that? How? How? How do you know? that i don't have the same feeling well because you just don't it's not the same feeling okay maybe it's not maybe you win in that online outrage but why would you why would you even question it why you know what people love their pets and they want to treat their pets like their kids why would you be upset at that because you chose to have a human child and somehow you feel slighted You know, people online these days, they just want to fight over ridiculous crap. But I want to hear from you. Where are you in the debate? Do pet parents feel the same as parents of human children? Or is it just no comparison?
1: If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L dot com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Karelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Karelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy.
0: Special shout-out to all my patrons, and a week from Sunday we'll be having our call. And also, I'm going to be taking questions, Q&A. If you have any questions for me, it's contact at reallycorel.com. Let me know. I'd love to answer them on air. All right, so where are you in the debate? Are pet parents parents? Should they not be called parents? Should they stop comparing themselves to other parents? Are pet parents parents? And is their love for their pet the same as a human's love for their child? I want to know where you stand on that. That's one of the online outrages. Another online outrage that's got people all along. There's two that are they're being written about now in magazines and newspapers. One is there's this trend online to tell people not to masturbate. I'm not making this up, particularly men. There's a trend online to tell men, don't masturbate. Save it. Don't do this. Don't do that. Here's why you shouldn't masturbate. You know, blah, blah, blah. So so literally, there is a growing trend online telling men to stop masturbating. You'll be better when you finally have sex. Don't use porn and don't masturbate. Those are two things going on online. And doctors have now weighed in in the New Yorker and uh, several other publications, and they're worried about this trend because for a healthy reproductive system, you have to masturbate. You must. It's healthy for you. It releases chemicals that you need. It does all kinds of good things for you. It's why it exists. But there are these, these are the same guys that are all jacked and they're talking about keto this or blah, 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 that or, you know, online, you can find people that tell you not to eat oatmeal because, oh, it's bad for you, bad for your gut. I mean, it's not bad for you, but there are people that are out there telling you, oh, it's bad for you. Don't eat oatmeal. Don't eat fruits and vegetables. They cause There's a guy out there that says, don't eat fruit. It causes diabetes. I mean, you can go online and find advice about anything, and most of it's wrong. So why a guy would take some advice online about not masturbating is beyond me. Ask your urologist. Ask your doctor. Now, if you're doing it 10 times a day, slow the hell down. You'll get chafed. But, you know, once a day, once every other day, whatever, it keeps it working. You you know, what is it? Lose it and use it. Use it or lose it. That's it. And doctors are really saying that that is the way with this, that you do have to use it or you are going to lose it. So those are a couple online outrages. Can you believe they're still talking about Beyonce? And the Grammys have a race problem? No, we don't. Make an album that's worthy of Album of the Year and we'll give it to you. She's got 32 fucking Grammys and they're complaining she shouldn't have one more for Album of the Year. Prince released 40 albums, never had an Album of the Year. Barbara Streisand, 63 albums, had Album of the Year once. It's about it being a pop record. Oh, and they're trying online, they're trying to t- whitewash Toby Keith. The New Yorker, all these publications are saying, well, you know, outside of this, he was, uh uh-uh, Toby Keith was a MAGA partisan hack. Ask the Dixie Chicks. I'm on Team Dixie Chick. Toby Keith, sorry you died of stomach cancer, but you know what? Not a fan of your music, not a fan of your politics, not a fan of you. I won't miss him. I don't want him to die of stomach cancer, but I won't miss him. And I certainly won't miss his partisan hackiness. Oh, yes, all these online outrages. Of course, there's a Taylor Tracker. Now they want to track her. They want to know if she's going to make it from to Japan. to the She is. She'll be here in Vegas on Sunday. You wait and see. She'll be here. <laughs> I could care less about the Super Bowl. It's here in my town, and it's a huge inconvenience. None of the money generated will get into anybody's pockets that I know. And it's just become a ridiculous mess now, the Super Bowl. It's just all commercial. It's the worst. It is like the the how do I say this? It's like the epitome of capitalism run amok. Commercials are seven to ten million dollars for 30 seconds. You know? It's uh, high-priced sports players, millionaire sports players in, you know, out- and just entertaining millionaires. 50 grand a ticket. Fifty thousand dollar suites. There's one suite where you have to pay two and a half million dollars to get into the suite at Allegiant Stadium. Two and a half million dollars, but they give you nachos. I'm not making this up. And they're made with Wagyu beef. Woo! Two and a half million dollars at Town nightclub here in Vegas. They're charging fifty grand a table for 10, 5 grand a person to sit and just watch it. And you get one bottle of Tito's and one bottle of vodka. That's it. Fifty grand for the table just to watch on TV. So it's millionaire sports players playing for very wealthy people. It's the Hunger Fucking Games is what it is. And the halftime show. Usher couldn't name three of his songs. Couldn't name three of his songs. So, you know, I I really could care less. I will probably watch it, but I'll only watch it for the shots of Las Vegas. That's that's really why I'm going to watch it. It's like, oh, yeah, there's, you know. But as for like the game, I don't even know who's playing. I have no idea. I just know one of them is dating Taylor Swift, and it's a lovely love story. And I'm sorry the public is so involved in it, but it's a great love story. I love love stories, and it's it's a wonderful love story. These two, let them have their love story, you know. But the commercials, commercials, and the Super Bowl haven't been good for years. They they just they're not good anymore. I do like that the Budweiser Clydesdales are roaming around Vegas. I saw them in the and the wagon down on Fremont Street. They were, uh, you know, they were bringing beer to the El Cortez Hotel. And they were fabulous and just majestic. And it was really cool seeing them. So I did see the Clydesdales. That was lovely. But, you know, the rest I could care less about. I'll go outside and watch the Blue Angels, who are probably going to fly over. But, you know, I don't like football. I don't like millionaires playing for uh, in front of people who can afford 50 grand a seat. You know, tickets. The commercials haven't been good in decades. And you can watch all those online right now. So the the excitement for those is kind of gone. And the 15-minute halftime show is going to be Usher. And I have no idea five of his songs. So Super Bowl is lost on me. People are going to get drunk. People going to eat really bad food in large quantities. It's a very unhealthy day for the country. And I don't really, I kind of don't like the image of America that it projects anymore. It projects this huge capitalistic image of America. And I guess it's an accurate image, but I don't like it. So, how many of you will be watching? How many of you care? How many of you are going to watch just because you feel obligated? That's the other thing. Nowadays, you feel obligated to watch the Super Bowl. Like, I've got to watch it or else. You know, Andrew and I started watching it because we were on radio and the next day everyone was talking about it. So we had to see the ads before you could see them online. We had to see the ads. We had to see what, you know, what happened. So we would watch it. We'd have a Super Bowl party. I'd make fondue. And yes, I serve fondue at a Super Bowl party. Uh, You know, that sort of thing. Nowadays, though, since the ads are all online and you don't need to watch them and you can see the halftime show online after it happens, too. I don't really see need to watch the game. Do you? Alright, I am Correll. Be who you wanna be, so don't hurt anybody, but we'll see you on Monday. Leave your comments below or email contact at WillyCorell.com. Our pet parents' parents are gonna watch the Super Bowl. Joe Biden, a nice old man with a bad memory. <laughs> email me and have fun this week. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you, there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below. Or go to YouTube.com forward slash That's YouTube.com forward slash for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to Patreon.com forward slash That's Patreon.com forward slash Really My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, reallycorel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.